We're the Kitchen Sisters, Nikki Silva and Davia Nelson. Today, Hidden Kitchens takes us into the ancient and disappearing world of Parsi cooking in a story we call Sugar in the Milk. My name is Nilofa Ichporia King. I'm a Parsi who now lives in San Francisco, born in Bombay to Parsi parents. It's the only way you can be a Parsi is by being born to a Parsi father at least. Parsi means person from Persia. Parsi, like Afghani, were the descendants of the followers of Zoroaster who left Persia after it fell to the Arabs in the 7th century. When Parsis landed on the west coast of India, the head priest asked for permission to stay, and the Hindu ruler showed him a vessel brimming full of milk to show that the lands were full and there was no room. The Parsi priest put some sugar into the milk. Not a drop was spilt an indication that as the sugar enriched the milk without displacing it, so would Percy's enrich without displacing. In my grandmother's home, on Parsi New Year, we drank this absolutely delicious milkshake-like drink, Faluda, made with pink rose water and ice cream, little jelly bean-like seeds, As I sipped my drink, I often recalled that founding story of Parsis dissolving like sugar or rose water in milk. I'm Homi Bhabha, professor of English at Harvard University. I am a Parsi from Bombay. Today, there are about 70 or 80,000 Parsis worldwide. Zubin Mehta, the conductor, most famous Parsi. Zubin and Freddie, the late Freddie Mercury. Parsi population appears to be dwindling rather rapidly. Parsi cooking is one of the least known cuisines in the world. Coming from desert plateaus in Iran to this incredibly fertile coastal plain with fish jumping out of the water, coconuts, mangoes, Hindu influences, the Muslims, the British, the Portuguese. It's kind of magpie cooking. We see something appealing and we fly off with it to our nests and make something of it that's our own. Wow, what beans you got today? Oh, these are chili greens here. They're assertive, but they're not hot at all. Farmer's Market Week starts on Saturday for me with the Alamany Market. Herzlane, jute greens, damp new peanuts. I'm interested in food plants used all over the world. I'm also an anthropologist. You're interested in seeds and stuff from elsewhere? I've always seen the great drama on the plate as coming from vegetables. What we need to do is make more vegetable excitement. Parsi New Year was always very special. My mother would bathe us with a little bit of milk in which she'd crush rose petals, and the table would be laden with auspicious foods. A particularly auspicious gift would be fresh fish. Fish for fertility. People would send a tray of fish, a pair of pomfret. 
Alice Waters came to New Year dinner at our house and suggested we might try doing New Year at Trepanis because she loves New Year's. And here was yet another one. I'm Alice Waters, and we're celebrating Parsi New Year. The restaurant's decorated with long stalks of lemongrass, and there's branches with tiny little dates, garlands full of marigolds, tuberoses, and gardenias. We will start with some little quick pickled something with lime and salt. We'll have dal because it's auspicious. It absolutely lies at the heart of Parsi food. The plain everyday dal, the thing that's eaten on happy days, on sad days, on days that are special for birthday or passing an exam. Nullifer is very exotic, at the same time very accessible. My name is Gilbert Pilgrim. Her house is a mess, but in order, with the most extraordinary objects everywhere. We eat at Nullifer's often. Her food looks like something that you could eat at a street stand. There was one time my boyfriend Richard says, you know, Nullifer, the hors d'oeuvres are really not up to snuff. Nullifer said, well, that's because you're eating the bird's food. The bird is Ordle, a Red Lord Amazon parrot. We got him as a used bird. He named himself. One day he started saying, hello, Ordle, hello, Ordle. Then we finally got the hint. Of course, you know, he didn't say how to spell it. Ginger and garlic. Green chilies and coriander. Posse cooking, it's disappearing with us. UNESCO declared Posse as an endangered cultural entity. It's a cultural artifact, really, a dish. And in tending it and being the steward of that particular thing in your lifetime, you're handing down an heirloom the way you would any other precious cultural artifact. I think we'll have the souffle top eggs that Parsis are so fond of. I think it's one of the best tricks up the Parsis sleeve. Hidden Kitchens is produced by the Kitchen Sisters in collaboration with Laura Folger, Nathan Dalton, Eloise Meltzer, and Moira Bartel. Mixed by Jim McKee. Nilifer Ichapuria King has written a book, My Bombay Kitchen, full of Parsi stories and recipes, including one for Faluda, which you can find at hiddenkitchens.org. Funding for Hidden Kitchens is provided by Cabot Creamery Cooperative, Newman's own foundation, listener contributions to the Kitchen Sisters Productions, and the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art. Hear more stories from the Kitchen Sisters at kitchensisters.org. 